Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. How are you, Jay? Gentry, what's going on? Tell a few jokes, try to make a living. That's a gig, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. You're doing a pretty good job of it. I actually saw you. I was lucky enough to see you in action, and I was surprised. It was kind of a small spot, Hermosa Beach, Comedy and Magic Club, and I gained a lot of respect for you that night because I was like, this guy's really putting in the work. You were taking, like, oh. comedy batting practice. Where? When was that? That was about 10 years ago. Oh, okay. I'm still there. You're still going there. Wow. Is that kind of like your batting practice where you just go there to practice, or is that your spot? Well, it's a good place to try out jokes and things. Um, you know, I'm dyslexic, so I don't write anything down. So if I don't carry it in my head, I, I, I lose it. So uh, you go in there and you try out jokes and you see what happens. You put in the work, and this new show, I, I can see you're working at it, but uh, you're having a lot of fun. Jay's Garage kind of reminds me of when you did that bit, uh, Jaywalking on the street. You you really right. kind of seem, seem at home now in the garage with these cars. Oh, yeah, that's really the, the fun thing to do, you know. I call up celebrities, and I go, look, would you come on the car show? And they go, well, I don't know. And I go, look, I don't care about your drug bust. I'm not interested in <laughs> divorce. I'm not going to talk about your DUI. We're just going to talk about, you know, fun stuff. Oh, okay, fine. And then, you know, when, when people realize you're not going to break your word, uh, they come on the show and they have a good time. And that's really what makes it fun. It's a good lineup, too. You got uh, Tim Allen coming on. I saw Kelly Clarkson, Tony Hawk, and then the one I'm looking forward to watching this season is uh, Elon. You know something? I was with Elon down there in Texas. It's at Starbase. We've done stuff with cars of Elon. This time it was rockets. And just fascinating. I mean, you realize the guy is really a genius. You know, you, you meet people, and they look kind of like you or your friends, so you think they're normal, you know. And he's not. I mean, he, as we're talking, he, he wants to put a thousand rockets, he wants to build a thousand rockets to go to Mars on a continuing basis to start a colony because he wants us to be a multi-planet species. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, you know, he came to see me in 2007 with the prototype for his Tesla Roadster. And it, it was the very first one. I drove the car and I was impressed with it. And he said, I'm going to build charging stations all up and down the coast so you get free electricity. And I'm going, yeah, okay, that'll happen. Yeah, sure. And it, it did. I mean, he built the, the charging stations as he was building the car because he assumed it would be successful. And, you know, all these other companies build electric cars. There's no place to charge them, you know, whereas Elon has already got that going. And so, I mean, it's it's fascinating to hear him speak. We also shot with... We shot with uh, President Biden and, and everybody. God, we had um, Danica Patrick on the show. We had Pitbull. We had uh, Tony Hawk, Mike Rowe. I mean, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, very funny guy, Kelly Clarkson. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's interesting. You know, President Biden has a 67 Corvette that his dad gave him as a wedding gift, and he's had it since 67. He's the original owner. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Out. You know, presidents lose their license for life. Do you know that? When you become president, you're never allowed to drive a car again. I had no idea. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Presidents. What's the thinking behind that? Well, the idea is they're chauffeured everywhere because of threats and whatnot. You can't have a president behind the wheel because of liability, you know. So anyway, we took his Corvette. We went down to the Secret Service Training Center in Virginia and just uh, in Maryland, rather. Uh, and there's hundreds of miles of track. That's where they train the Secret Service and high-speed driving, and we're doing burnouts with him and his Corvette. And it was very funny. It was very funny. He likes to drive. Jay Leno's Garage, Season 7 premieres tomorrow night, 10 o'clock on CNBC. Are you bullish on these battery cars? I know you talked to Elon Musk and you were impre- impressed with the Tesla, but what, what do you think about the future of taking away your gas-guzzling classics you have? Well, I, I think it'll be the savior of the gas-guzzling classics because the idea will be, there won't be as much emphasis on pollution because people will be driving electric cars. I mean, to me, if you have like a Corvette or a Ferrari or even a Mustang or something, to sit on the L.A. freeway at 12 miles per gallon doesn't make any sense. You're not going fast. You're just, you're just burning fuel. So why not use your electric car during the week to commute and run errands? And then, as you would a snowmobile or a recreational vehicle or even a horse, use it f- for recreation on the weekends, you know. That's what I do every weekend. I go to some car show somewhere, and I bring a classic car and hang out and talk to other people and lie and whatnot, you know. And But during the week, I drive something electric because, first of all, I don't want my classic sitting in 100-degree heat in L.A., you know. So it, it sort of makes sense. Yeah, according to the Internet, you have over $50 million worth of cars. Is that accurate? Oh, I don't know that much, really, but uh, I, I mean... It's interesting to see how much they've gone up in value. Uh, I mean, the F1 McLaren, I bought that in 98 for $800,000. People thought I was crazy. And the last offer I got on it was 20 mil. So there you go. I'll take it. That's amazing. I'd like to talk to you a little bit, of course, uh, about The Tonight Show. I want to talk about the music side of things. I'm uh, friends with with Big Shaquille O'Neal, so I just reminisced and watched the 1998 uh, Shaq episode where he came out and, uh, you know, did a little rapping for you, but you guys actually on that Tonight Show were breaking bands at the time. What's one of the bands that you guys broke that we probably didn't realize got their start on your show? Well, I know someone who got their start on our show was, I was the first one to put on Celine Dion. That wasn't a band, but uh, yeah, she was totally unknown, and uh, she sang the song from Titanic, which I don't think anybody had heard yet, uh, and that just went went through the roof. Um Kelly Clarkson, um, God, we've had everybody on. Um, uh, Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks, I think we were, I became really close friends with Garth, and uh, funny guy, nice guy, uh, obviously brilliant singer, songwriter, but uh, he did our late night show almost exclusively. Uh, he was always a good friend to us. I like Garth a lot. And that's something that There's goes hand in hand, Jay, when you're uh, listening to music and cruising in a car. What, uh, what songs, what kind of music is Jay Leno listening to that he really enjoys with the top down cruising through L.A.? Well, I, 
I, I'm a child of the 60s, so anything in the 60s, early Motown, I'm a huge fan of early Motown. Uh, yeah, all, all of that. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much my, you know, my my wheelhouse. You know, I'm at the point now where I'm listening to oldies I didn't hear the first time. I go, hey, wait a minute. That's an oldie? You know, you know, so. Jay Leno's Garage Season 7, tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern. I'm hoping you could tell a couple of quick stories and, and confirm that they're true. Uh, while everyone out there in the Tonight Show game was uh, playing checkers, my man Jay Leno was playing chess. Tell our audience a story about how you turned down twenty-five grand a episode when you'd fill in for Johnny, and you decided to just take the five hundred bucks or, or whatever they paid oh, you, what, 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 and then you and then you ended up getting the gig. What a story! Well, scale was five hundred twelve. When you did when you did a, a talk show, you got five hundred twelve dollars. And there was a time when we had rotating; they had rotating guest hosts because Johnny was taking a lot of time off. There were about seven or eight of us that rotated, you know, and seven of them were all handled by the same manager. So he called me up and he said, listen, we're going to go to Johnny and uh, we want to get you guys $25,000 a night for hosting. And I said, well, I've been hosting for $512. He goes, I know, we'll get, but I can get you 25000 I said, you know, I'm just grateful to be hosting. I'm going to keep my $512. He says, okay, but I'm telling you, you know, if you don't want to join me, and I said, no, I don't want to do that, you know. Now, I knew Johnny owned the show, and at some point, somebody said, let's see, let's look at the ratings. All these guys get about the same rating, except this one saves us about half a million dollars a show. Bingo. What, what, what <laughs> do we keep him? <laughs> you know, it just seemed like common sense to me. It was brilliant. And I think the, the big money would come later. You know, I never, that's the thing about show, I never took a job for the first of all show business pays better than any other job you could have assuming you've got anything going at all so if you just wait long enough it'll happen and don't get greedy and to me i always took the job and then asked how much it paid later because i always say i mean i have this argument with a friend of mine who turned down a job once and i said what are you doing on a tuesday that's worth 10 grand really really what, what, what are you doing well i if i set my price too low but you know no you know, your talent will dictate your price, okay? Just just do the job. Let people see you, and they'll decide whether they want to pay your salary or not, you know? And, and that's kind of always worked for me. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Very sound advice. And then finally, I've heard you tell a heartfelt story about one of the comics you really respected and idolized, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. You believe one night on The Tonight Show, he had a stroke on the show and you ended up. Well, calling... what happened? Yeah, tell yeah, us what happened. You know, I, I love Rodney, and and uh, I used to when I was a kid, I used to watch Rodney with Johnny, and I used to like Johnny setting up. Things are bad, Rodney. Oh, Johnny, I tell you, things are terrible. You know, and Johnny <laughs> would just do the straight line. And I always thought, how much fun to do, be the straight man with Rodney. So I got to do it quite a bit. And in 2004, Rodney came on the show, and you know, as a comic, it's like when you know uh, an athlete or a musician, you know their moves. And you can tell they're still good, but they're a little off. And I said, Rodney looked a little off. And I, I said to my producer, I said, Deb, I think Rodney 
he's having a stroke, call the paramedics. He goes, what? I go, no, I, he's sweating an awful lot. He looks a little, you know, uh, okay, so we call the paramedics. So Rodney finishes stand-up, very funny. He sat down on the chair. Things are okay now, Jay, but I tell you last week, oh, gosh, you know, he's, Rodney's doing his whole thing. And he was really funny, you know. So the show ends, and Rodney's sitting in his dressing room. By that time, the paramedics have showed up, and I went, and I said, Rodney, the paramedics are here. They want to examine you. He goes, why? What's wrong? I said, Rodney, I think you're having a stroke. He goes, no, I'm not having a stroke. Well, he did have a stroke. And they took him out in a stretcher, and they took him to the hospital. And he didn't last much longer. So a couple weeks later, Joan, his wife, calls me and says, Jay, can you come to the hospital? Rodney's in a coma. Okay. So we get there, and Rodney's lying there with his eyes open, you know. And Joan says, the doctor says he can hear us and understand us, but he can't react. Okay. So I'm telling Rodney how much I love him and how much he meant to all the comedians and how nice he was to put us all on his show and, you know, all these kind of things, you know. So then Joan says to me, Jay, put your finger in Rodney's hand. She goes, Rodney, if you know it's Jay, try and squeeze his finger. So I feel just a slight, slight squeeze. And I leaned in and I said, Rodney, that's not my finger. (laughs) (laughs) So Rodney did a... He, he did a twitch. He jumped, and then his wife screamed. He moved. He moved. He, he, he heard it. He got the joke. You know, so it was It was like, oh, it was just so much fun to make, just try and make Rodney laugh one last time, you know. And I know it, it's, some people might think it's a cruel story, but it's not. It's just it's just comics, you know, and it was, it was just a wonderful moment. He didn't last much longer after that, sadly, but it was, it was great to finally connect with Rodney like that, you know. Laughter is really the best medicine, and uh, get some of it tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern on CNBC. Our guest, Jay Leno, and Jay Leno's Garage, Season 7 premieres uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Best of luck with the new season, and thanks so much for your time, Jay. Big fan of yours. Hey, thank you. Talk to you soon. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.